Are you identifying with a version of yourself that you want to be from now? Hi, my name is Samra Obaselby. I'm the host of the show, Super Awesome You, on the Super Awesome Mix Podcast Network. If you haven't taken a moment already to leave a five-star review or rating, please consider doing so. It helps other people who discover the show feel encouraged to hit play, and it also helps me to feel encouraged to keep going and produce these episodes for you. We are now at like 42 episodes and counting, which is really exciting, and I'm nearing the end of this final year, or this first year, and the final parts of this season. So as we kind of wrap up this year, it'd be great to see um, how this show has been helpful to you, assuming that it has. So this week I want to talk about identity and kind of what's happening whenever we identify with a version of ourselves that we might not believe is true today. So for example... What is top of my mind is identifying as a runner or identifying as an athlete and specifically identifying as like a group A athlete. So in the New York Marathon and in the New York Roadrunners, which is the member, uh, you know, I'm a member of that group. As you run races, you get put into different corrals, similar to pretty much every other race on the planet, and they are lettered. So as you work your way up the corrals and up the alphabet, you typically find yourself with people that you know, run faster paces, right? So each corral lines up to a different pace in the race. I'm currently middle of the alphabet, which is great. Um, I'm at a place where I didn't think that I was going to be, uh, you know, whenever I first started this earlier this year. But I have a goal in mind, which is to make my way to the A group, which is one of the fastest groups other than the AA group, which who knows, maybe, maybe one day. So it's interesting. I started to think about what if I just made all my decisions based off of me already being a group A runner? And what if I called myself an athlete? What this has allowed me to do is basically shortcut a whole bunch of decision making that I would normally have to make throughout my day to allow me to make healthier choices and to also stick to my training plan. So rather than kind of consider, do I go for a run and what type of run do I do and what do I eat and how much should I eat and how much should I sleep? I often will just reframe it as like, well, what would a group A athlete do? What would a group A runner do? And I have this kind of sense in my mind of like, you know, what professional runners and athletes do thanks to the internet and research and kind of like seeing things and following them and leading, you know, having them kind of lead me by example, then that makes it really simple for my brain to be like, cool. Yeah. Well, they definitely would not order a Sunday after this meal, right? Like, They would probably eat a healthy balanced meal and not gorge themselves on 5,000 calories worth of ice cream and hot fudge. Certainly not more than once a week or more than once every couple of weeks. You know, they'd probably be pretty mindful of, of their food intake so that they didn't gain extra unwanted weight, which would hurt them in the race. And then, you know, I might do the same thing of like, well, what would they do today? It's like, well, they know that their workout today is four miles. They would show up and run the four miles because consistency is very important to being, you know, world-class athlete. And so it should be important to me because I'm starting to, I want to identify, I am identifying with that version of myself. And so you can understand how the brain basically shortcuts its way to a whole bunch of decisions that it no longer has to make because it's kind of being made for it. And as I've mentioned many times before, the brain is kind of lazy and really likes shortcuts. Another example of this is not necessarily identity, but stereotyping. Stereotyping is actually like a biological and an evolutionary shortcut. It is can be very negative, no doubt, and can be very damaging in society, but just taken on its own, 
it is very helpful, uh, especially from a biological point of view. To give you an example of a helpful version of stereotyping, if you consider, you know, you're walking in the forest one day and you see an animal you've never seen before, your brain very quickly pieces together what it does know about animals and tries to arrive at a conclusion of this animal is safe for me to be around or, oh my gosh, I need to move away from this animal or get out of its way or, or do something else, right? So you might not recognize the animal and know exactly what it is, but your brain is very quickly making a snap decision of, oh, like looking for sharp teeth, looking for its eyes, does it notice me, looking for its size, is it bigger than me, is it smaller than me, maybe trying to ascertain, you know, is, if it's moving, is it moving super fast or is it very slow and lumbering? Those are very, very fast decisions that your brain is making to arrive at like kind of, you know, a split second decision of this animal can hurt me or this animal is safe and I'm safe. That's a stereotype. You are basically applying a very fast judgment on whether or not this animal is going to hurt you. And that's helpful from the point of view of evolution because people did not necessarily have access to a lot of knowledge. There were no libraries, there was no internet, there was no encyclopedias where they could learn all different types of things. So they might have actually interacted with the animals all the time that they couldn't identify at least the first time that they noticed them. But their brain would very quickly tell them, hey, that animal over there has very sharp teeth and is kind of looking at you in, in a funny way. So be careful, like move slowly or maybe move quickly and get out of its way. You know, like I'm imagining approaching a tiger for the first time. You've never seen a tiger before. You kind of have an instinctual, you know, understanding that a tiger will likely hurt you. That's stereotyping in a beneficial way. So identity is very similar, but it's more kind of like that internal alignment of, of shortcutting and that internal decision-making framework. So when you align early with, I am an athlete, I am a champion, I am a winner, I am an entrepreneur, I am a singer, I am a successful singer and songwriter, then every single time you're making decision about your life and what you're gonna do next and how you get closer to your goal, you aren't necessarily making that decision as you, you know, the not singer-songwriter. You are making that decision as the singer-songwriter and the successful one at that. Because now your brain is asking itself, well, what would they do? You know, and like, like I mentioned, you have a lot of examples of people in your life that are successful and people you might want to be like in the future. And they can kind of, you know, help you arrive at where you want to be because you start to make those decisions just the same as they would. I think identity can be very powerful in that regard. I'm going to share an anecdote I heard uh, from LeBron James in this Calm Meditation app that I used, you know, many years ago. He leads a little mini series where, you know, it's his voice and everything he's narrating about the mindset of a champion. And he mentions that at the beginning of the season, even in preseason, he's already practicing for the tournament and already practicing for the championship game even before he's played a single game for that season. The idea is that when he steps onto the court, even in practice, he's thinking, what would a champion do? How would a champion act? How would a champion train? What are they putting, you know, how many hours are they putting in and what are they doing? I think very similarly in the last dance, Michael Jordan just naturally exuded that every step of the way. He'd go into games already having won the game in his mind, and he knew what he needed to do to win that game because he's already won it in his mind. He's already identified as having won that game. And so all the decisions he made and all the hours he put in and all the rigor he put into his training comes from a position of, 
well, this is how I, how I won the game. I won the game because I did all of these things, and then that helps them do all of those things. So as you think about where your finish line is, what is your goal? What is the thing that you are very excited to align with? Identify yourself with that early. You know, there's nothing wrong with, in my case, like I, I struggle sometimes because I'm still a little bit overweight for wanting to be like an elite runner, but calling myself a runner today and ignoring kind of where I am at today is actually helping me get to where I want to be faster than identifying as, oh, I'm just, I'm not fit enough and I'm not this enough and I, you know, I'll never be that. Well, you know, as long as I keep saying I'm never going to be something, that's always going to be true. And so instead, I'm identifying as, no, I am an athlete and I am a world-class runner and I can, you know, I am in group A. I start to make those decisions of what do those individuals do? What do they eat? How do they sleep? How do they train? How do they show up for the race? And ironically, like, that's getting me much closer in these last couple of weeks of doing that than I've ever been before because... I have now like a, a framework for how to live my life in a way that is that already. So don't be afraid to kind of jump ahead a lot of steps and identify with who you want to be in the future and be that person starting now. There's nothing stopping you from doing that and it gives you a lot of power and a lot of direction and a lot of meaning. I hope that's helpful. It's certainly been helpful for me as I train for, you know, my races and, and this, you know, interesting direction in my life and this hobby that I've just grown to love. So Hope that helps you. This week's song of the week, I think, is kind of perfect for this. And it's We Are the Champions by Queen. You know, I think like that whole, you know, basically wake up every single morning feeling like you're a champion because you you are and you will be as long as you identify as that, as long as you feel that deep in your body. Like it's not just a thought, but it is a feeling and you can really feel how it feels like to be a, a winner, a successful singer-songwriter, an entrepreneur, a, a, you know, a great spouse, whatever it is that matters to you, whenever you align your thinking and your feeling, you really will be unstoppable and you're going to be a champion and it's going to feel great. So I think that this song of the week is perfect for that. <laughs> 